When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers. You should have that part of the podcast. Just the audio. Uh, that's in the pre-show. That um, it pre the pre-show yeah. and the after-show yeah. are both things that no one ever will have access to, but almost sort of exist. Welcome back to the Handmade Podcast, episode twenty-three. I'm pretty sure it's episode twenty-three. Yeah, something like um, that. It's twenty-something. Who's but who keep, who's even keeping track? Everyone loves the podcast so much. It's just you just wish there were more. Um, we're here with Paul Pinto, Derek from Alden, and I'm Chris Zep from Make Everything. We'll go right into it with Derek, who has been so busy that he's literally, I think, gluing up work <clears throat> while we're recording the show. So, Derek, oh. what have you been doing for those people who don't follow you on Instagram? I've been burning little pieces of wood. Um, just playing <laughs> with this laser. I, I tell you, this thing, oh, that one doesn't have a hole in it. It's just, it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. You know, it's funny. Like, everybody is like, oh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. And I'm like, oh, I got the CNC. It'll be okay. You know, this thing, I tell you, it's just fun. You know, I um, I put a banana on it today and burnt the banana just because I've been dying to do that. And I'm like saying, I'm sure that's like something everybody does, like, eventually when they have a laser. Just let's see what it will start to burn or melt, you know. But, um <laughs> It just the thing. It's just a lot of fun. I got a lot of help. I got a ton of help from Lainey from Pine and Birch. I don't know if she listens, but if she does, thank you. She's just like killing it. She has. She just bought a second one. She just got a real big machine, but um, she was really really helpful. And uh, Jordan, I don't know if you guys follow him from Two Avocados. He's on I Instagram. He has a, I don't know if that's his or his wife's, but they do signs. But they've reached out to me a couple times. I actually talked to him yesterday i'll get into that later but uh got a bunch of help from them but it's just it's fun it's just it's so easy it's nice you don't have to worry about bits breaking you know it's like it just it's like a know, plasma table yeah it just goes and it does its thing and once you get the settings right it's just a, a joy to use you does know? anything wear out so, like are there consumables that frequently wear out or not um, really 
I, I don't know. It's funny. I got dragged into like, I, I mean, I don't know if I'm just getting old, but I got dragged into like this group chat. It's like 10 laser guys. I think one of my buddies invited me into it, but he's not in it. And they were showing last night, one of their lays the, the lenses was like melted. I don't know how that happened. If it was defective. I wasn't following along, but it was definitely like burnt and needed to be replaced. But I don't know. I know the the laser itself eventually wears out and uh, needs to be replaced. If you, the tube. you know, yeah, the yeah. tube does. But I don't know about the other stuff. It's it's pretty amazing. I was having an issue with it initially. It needed to be the the issue I was having with it. The lenses, the mirrors needed to be lined up, which wasn't that difficult once I watched a few videos online. So I thought I had it lined up, but it was working worse than before it was lined up. And um, Jeff uh, Shaw from uh, Ideal Grain, he had mentioned about them being dirty. And I cleaned them, but when I was lining them up, I had tape on it. And I think the tape made like a residue, like a hot residue on the mm-hmm. lens, on the mirror. And once I cleaned that off, it burnt right through a piece of wood. I could tell instantly it was like this thing was cooking. And um, it hasn't really been shut down since, you know. That's it's just awesome. it's crazy. I like to think that you uh... – got the mirrors adjusted but had the the wattage up so high that it just like burns through the bottom of the cage and like <laughs> yeah. through the floor and yeah, like into yeah. the gas main under your house yeah yeah turn it up to 150 percent i'm mm-hmm. gonna get this thing to work one like, way man, i just can't figure out why this isn't working well that's where it was crazy it was up to like i didn't turn it up high because everybody warned me about that but it was like on 50% and it wouldn't work. And everybody's like, oh, my God, 50%. It should be at like 20 25%. You should mm-hmm. be cutting stuff. I'm like, something's definitely wrong with this then. But it just uh, it was just such a joy when it, when it started cutting. It's, it's like magic. It really is. It just, it, it's amazing. It's just technology and like how it works. And it, it, like this isn't even, uh, you know, like a top of the line machine. I can't imagine like these big ones, what they're doing with those. And uh mm-hmm. But it's unreal. I, I had a kid reach out to me. He's, um, I love it. He's out in the western part of the state, and uh, he has a sign shop. He just opened it up a couple of years ago. Makes some amazing stuff. I forget the name of it. I'll have to find it. But uh, mm-hmm. we were talking. I said, oh, I'll stop by sometime. I'm, I'm out in the western part of the state um, when I go out to visit Jimmy. Jimmy who? I Isn't that loved amazing? It. I loved it. I So I looked who he follows, and he follows a lot of the same people in the group. I says, you don't know who Jimmy DeRester yeah. is? He goes, I don't think so. Should I? I go, yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think you would. He's probably I seen his it. videos and been like, oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was just kind of funny. But uh, just uh, he, he was just real uh, amazing to talk to. Just like I said, he – he started his shop a couple of years ago, and the stuff he makes, it's like, wow. He he has, like, one of those big-ass uh, CNCs and laser, like one of the ones um, that the Youngs have there that, like, feeds oh, okay, the material cool. in and stuff. Yeah, just, oh, just wow. some, some like more of a production-level kind oh, of machine. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's in his garage. He has a big-ass garage, but, yeah, it's just uh, nice. really, really crazy stuff. So that's what I've been that's up awesome. to. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, it's been cool to uh, – see you making all the little like ornaments and stuff and yeah. it's gonna be funny once you, i mean you know even right now you're i can already tell you're thinking like oh well if i can make it on the laser i don't want to have to deal with bits and feeds and speeds and so yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. you know yeah oh yeah 
yes. That's How many cool. watts is that machine? Is that 80 I think watts? It's, I think it's 80, yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Now, yeah, what, you, Paul, what, what makes a laser, because I know Chris will know because he's a maniac. What? Why can't this laser cut like steel? And what is it, a fiber laser that can cut steel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or what is that? What is it? What is the difference? Doesn't it use some type of gas? Like um, some type of a these, gas? It's funny because originally, not to interrupt Chris, but when this, I thought this tube was gone. Um, it's a CO2 laser. And I says, you know, I'm going to buy one anyways, because they go bad eventually. I'm like, I'm going to need one. And somebody had said, you know, don't buy one because just it's sitting around, it's going to go bad. Like it'll like leak CO2 or whatever. It just won't be strong. They're like, you don't want an old laser. What do you mean a tube? The laser tube itself? It's, yeah. It's like a big, long tube. When you see a, a bigger laser, you can tell, like, I think it's over 80 watts. It'll have like a box that stick sticking out of the side and that's mm-hmm. like the end of the tube it's like uh, four feet long it's huge and uh it's looks like a, a laser <laughs> it looks like something uh, out of a movie yeah in the back of the machine it's pretty wild but i but, thought for the fiber lasers or maybe i'm wrong but i, I think at my one of my steel suppliers they have one yeah and they have like a big like tank outside of the building like that gets filled up. i think it's for the lasers i could be wrong i don't yeah, know yeah it's probably something to cool it or something like yeah that. yeah because these i had to buy a cooler i didn't need to buy a cooler i wanted to buy a cooler i could have used a bucket of water but uh, i got a cooler for it but you have to keep them cool so i imagine those you have to have some serious coolant going through them i, I don't know how they work but I'm oh sure yeah it's pretty hot cool you know it's yeah, they use a tremendous amount of power. I'm like um, uh, Maker Table, Adam from Maker Table. They just bought a, I think it's a five by ten laser uh-huh. versus a plasma table, and it's it cuts like you know, uh, it cuts unbelievable. That's like yeah. what the, that place, um, uh, Send Cut Send, they laser cut as well. Um, and I don't, I, to be completely honest, I don't know the different. I don't know what makes a fiber laser versus a CO two laser, but it's funny because the day that Derek got his laser, uh, like in the house, I got a message from a laser company that I'm going to be working with for a very small fiber laser, um, that I don't think it cuts metal. It might cut thin metal, but it's really more for marking metal. Uh, and I'm okay. going to be doing, it's like, it's got a very small footprint. It's like eight by eight, but it's one of those eight like eight, things, inches? eight by eight inches. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, it's for like engraving and marking. So it'll be oh, good for those. Yeah. Um, you know what would be good for knives? Like if you wanted to do like a maker's mark on a knife, you could just laser it on yeah, versus yeah. having to do any sort of etch. But, um, uh, you know, that machine with an 8 by 8 footprint is more money than a – Derek, what's the bet on your machine? Um, like 21 by 27. Huh. So 21 by 27, 80-watt laser, a CO2 laser is like around – what 2500 to four grand depending yeah, on yeah brand. i think so yeah the yeah. the fiber laser that i'm getting is a 30 watt fiber laser it has an eight inch by eight inch little bed and it's four grand wow so wow. the cost is is massive the cost mm. difference is massive but the capability like eight by eight i can cut like one of these little ornaments that derek's making versus mm. like you know how many are you getting out of every piece of uh wood that you put in there you know yeah well, is that what uh, Craig uses for his yes. knives? Yeah, so right. Craig, Craig just got uh, Craig from Chop Knives. Uh, he just got a, a small fiber laser, the same size as the one that I'm getting, and 
he bought it basically to experiment with, you know, in, uh, etching on his knives. And he made these really cool, like geometric, uh, patterned knives. I don't know if anyone uh, follows Craig on uh-huh. Instagram, but he made these really cool, like, uh, he called them box cutters and they have a really cool uh-huh. like design on them. And him and I had been talking a bunch about fiber lasers and the real kind of question with them is that like, just like the laser that you got, Derek, like, so many of those exist on uh-huh. eBay and Amazon and they're all the same, but they're all different and there's no support, uh-huh. you know, like you don't know what you're getting. Yeah. The yeah. company that I'm going to be working with on this fiber laser, their whole thing is that they want to like join the maker arena, but with support. So, you know, what they're uh-huh. offering um, looks very similar to like the 30 watt fiber laser you can buy on eBay for like 2,800 bucks. But they're they're they have uh, like technical support centers in uh, New New Jersey, Texas, and California, where like they'll war- actually warranty the machine for you know I don't know how long the warranty period is, but the idea is that they're trying to like tell somebody, listen, instead of risking twenty eight hundred bucks on a machine on eBay that you don't know is going to last, spend four grand and know that we're going to like support it and it's you know a higher quality machine. So that's definitely worth uh, it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, Steve Pellegrino actually was was asking me about getting a fiber laser, and I sent him the one that Craig got, and he was like, you know what, dude? I really don't want to waste three grand on a machine that might last like five months. You know, like it takes a lot of time to make that three grand back when you're making folding, you know, kitchen knives. Yeah. Yeah. So, but it yeah, definitely is going to be interesting. I, I can see how that would be a benefit because you do see like, um, like I didn't think anything of that, but, you know, when I was having an issue, it's like, you would love to have somebody to call, you yep. know, and thank God the community is so helpful and people are so smart in the community that, you know, you can call people or I could call people, but there is nobody to call. Yeah. Like if there's a problem, like mm-hmm. you're on your own. Mm-hmm. And you're a unique case. You know, you, you know, people to call. I mean, think about like some other person yeah. that like just takes a risk. It's funny because I was talking to this laser company. Um, we had a, a zoom call last week when we were kind of working out the partnership that I'm going to be doing with them next year. And we were talking about lasers and branding. And I was like, you want to know why I said, you know, why Glowforge is so, so successful because they put a picture of uh, someone using it in their like living room. Mm-hmm. You know, they made it look like it was like a printer that you could like use in your house, yeah. you know, and it made it seem so approachable and Glowforge has customer support and all this stuff where like, if something was wrong with that thing, you're going to be able to get help but it's also eight thousand dollars you know yeah. that's another yeah. laser the Glowforge is like yeah. derek's but smaller and three oh. times as much money oh really yeah. but yeah. it has really good customer support it's like the yes. it's like the maker bot of 3d printers you know oh. like it has like almost like a big kind of brand behind it mm-hmm. so people trust it so people are like oh you know what if i'm gonna spend the money i might as well get a Glowforge. you gotcha. know it's like building your own heat treating oven or buying an even heat you know yeah what I mean? yeah yeah huh. um so yeah, no, it's 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 cool. I'm I'm excited for you, Derek. It's awesome to see you like taking that next step into that into that world. And I feel like yeah. it's immediately it's immediately got uh it's immediately earned its floor space that it's taking up in your oh, basement. One hundred percent. I just wish we had like three, four more weeks till Christmas. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's always next year. Just think, yep. you have you have fifty five weeks until next Christmas. So. Yeah. That's true. That's All right. true. less actually, like fifty-three weeks. Yeah. But um, Paul, what have you been up to? 
Oh, a bunch of different things. More oh, railings. More railings. I, well, Which let's talk about in. your uh, let's talk about your excavator crane that you built. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up next. So I <laughs> another one of the jobs that I after the railings, of course, um, that I had to do was a little structural job at that house at the concrete house again. Some more steel. There's like a couple different phases of steel in different locations around the house that we had to do. But I had to put some beams up on a second floor. And this job's like a little different. It's not like a standard job. It's for like a guy we know, like one of our customer's friends. So um, we kind of had to use what we had available to us on the job site. And when we put the other steel in, they had a huge excavator. They had like a big caterpillar, big, big caterpillar. And so we used that to put the other steel in. And that is gone now. It's been gone for like a month. So the owner has a little John Deere mini excavator, and that worked out good for the first floor section. And the second floor section, it would not reach like at all. So I made a little boom out of some four by four tube. Um, I CNC plasma cut a little plate with some holes in it. I used three quarter inch bolts and cut um, the bucket on this thing is like shot anyways. Like it was actually a lot worse than I thought. Um, but he was okay with me cutting. He didn't make four it any worse. Yeah, no, yeah. So I, he was okay with me cutting four holes in it because he actually wanted the boom to, you know, because because he's like kind of helping oversee building the house and he wanted to use it anyway for other stuff, like lifting joists up on the roof. I don't know who. I don't know what he's going to do with it. But anyway, I had to cut four holes in with the oxyacetylene torch. But the bucket was repaired so many times that there was like three layers of rusty, warped like plate that weren't touching. And you know, when you try to cut with a torch, you know, if there's space, you're not going to cut, like, let's say you had one piece of plate over another and there's like an inch space. It's only going to cut through the top one. It's not going to cut through the bottom one. So I was a nightmare. So I ended up just taking some rod and I cranked my welder right up and I basically melted right through the bucket with rod and it actually worked. And then I was able to cut it with the torch, but I got the thing on and it ended up working pretty good. So he's going to keep using it for other stuff, but that bucket is is shot. There's like cracks I mean, yeah, in it and everything. Get a new bucket. Those are yeah, easy enough to yeah. Come by. It's not even worth like trying to repair that little bucket, but it was it was a little weird to use, but it was fun. Like I I operated the excavator. I want one now because like it's such a great tool. Mm-hmm. It's really really nice. But there's That's so why I want a backhoe because you can do like kind of a little bit of both. You know? Yeah. Yeah, backhoe would be nice. Jimmy is Jimmy by the backhoe that we were looking at. So that's that's not the same one, but it's it's a different. I'm pretty sure the one he got is four wheel drive. The one that we were oh. looking at, the guy wanted like I think twelve thousand, but it was two wheel. And Matt kept saying like, "Dude, don't buy a two wheel machine. Don't buy a yeah. two wheel machine." I'm, but Matt was kind of telling me the way you can sort of tell when those machines are two wheel versus four wheel is the two wheel drive ones will have a uh, like radio pattern tires on the front. Yeah, yeah, they won't have and treads. The four wheels will have treads. So I think mm-hmm. the one Jimmy got is four wheel, and he was telling me um, he got it, picked it up with another guy, and I was like, dude, I, I wish, I wish you would have known. I wish I would have known that he was that he even wanted it because I would have split it with him. Yeah, because um, I don't like I don't need it. I'm going to use it like five times, you know, but either way, I mean, it's up there. I, I'll rent it from him. Can't um, you just, um, you know, is, is, can't you like drive farm equipment on the road? You could probably oh, just 100%. drive it right down the road. I drive that right to my house. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed yeah. to, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you don't have to tow that, you know? No, like, yeah. That's true. Um, technically, you're supposed to get plates for it. Um, oh, really? But, I mean, up there, Jesus Christ. He, yeah. He could ride the go-karts from 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 his shop to his house if he wanted to. I yeah. remember, when we took the, remember when we took the Polaris to the uh, family dollar on the road? Yeah, I remember that. That me and you, that was a little sketchy. We were, uh, that was definitely a little sketchy. Hmm. I don't know. That's cool that he got that though. No, I, it's want, awesome. I don't know I what want, the hell he's planning to do with it. <laughs> he's got a freaking horse barn to build. That's true. He does have a horse barn to build. That's right. Oh God. Nuts. Yeah. I've know. been, I've been looking at, I found like the, the skid steer that I want. I found mm. like a model. It's a, uh, it's like a 9,000 pound Bobcat and uh, it can lift like 3,500 pounds. And it's like a, little bulldozer of a machine and one of them just went at auction for like seventeen thousand, and i was like damn i should have just bought that it's like yeah. a seventy-five thousand dollar machine you know dude they're so expensive they have them all day at, at united rentals they got them lined mm-hmm. up for like 20 something yeah like you can finance them like and they're, yeah. they're in good shape like that's the thing about buying it from a company like them like it's expensive mm-hmm. but it's like yeah i don't know well, even the idea of financing them makes sense, you know, but that's yeah, the other you thing. Financed about getting, it, like, yeah. it would be, it would, you got to do something mm-hmm. as yeah. a safety thing. You know, for, I'm serious. I'm not joking around. Like, I think we all forget how dangerous lifting heavy things is. Like, you I just know. saw what happened to what's his name's power hammer. Yep. I mean, like, yep. it's not good. It's, it's not safe. You got to, Andrew's right. I was listening to Fitzhall and they were talking about it. And Andrew's like, I'm so sick of people moving shit like that and all i thought it was chris and he's like you gotta hang it from he's like you gotta hang the stuff yeah. from your strap. yeah i almost bought a forklift um like 10 maybe it was like two weeks ago uh angela and i were out and i don't know i, I popped up on my facebook marketplace this guy had like a nice small forklift with uh like all-terrain tires on it yeah and he sold it within an hour he yeah. wanted 500 bucks for it i was like i'll buy it i found another one um, with bigger tires, but it was a lot bigger of a machine. You know, it's like the thing about it is like, I can get one all day. It's just a matter of deciding that that's the one I want. I got to have room for it in the yard. You well, know, you like need I gotta, also a, a pad, a asphalt yeah, or concrete pad. Exactly. I mean, I, I whatever it, it, right now it's like, I'm so burnt out on moving equipment that I, I don't want to buy anything. Like I don't want to buy any more big equipment. Like people have been sending me more bridge ports and and mills and lathes because they see that I've been buying a bunch, and I've just been passing them on to other people because I'm like I can't even deal with, like the idea of putting another bridge port on the trailer in my truck and bringing it to the shop. I'd rather sell. I'd rather sell small stuff. You know, like right now I'm I'm selling a, a bandsaw. I'm selling a drill press. I'm going to be selling a bunch of machinist stuff. I'd rather sell that stuff where it's like I can give it to somebody, they can put it in the back of a pickup truck and leave, you know, as opposed to yeah. you know, dealing with all this other shit, you know. And you kind of have it, the infrastructure for, for that, exactly. that type of stuff, which you'll do, you know, eventually. Yeah, eventually. I mean, you, need, you need a machine, you know, you need mm-hmm. a truck. Like, yeah. you like the trailer thing's kind of hard. Like, you almost need a little flatbed. Yeah, that's what I was looking at just the other day. I was looking at, so very similar to what Jimmy just got, like a, a dually with a utility bed on it. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, you know what? I could always get one of those. And um, at least if I go and buy something, you know, I can have a forklift just load for me. Yeah. But eventually I'll wind up, you know, I'll probably wind up getting just a rollback flatbed and I'll just wind up financing something because it's really the, I think the best bet in terms of moving machinery. Cause then you can just, you know, if there's no forklift on site, you can just drag it up the bed with a 
pallet jack if you had to. What about know? those boom trucks that have the arm that comes out, the little crane that lifts shit? Yeah. That's pr- I've oh, seen a lot of those, those on like, commercial truck trader. Mm-hmm. Like it'll be like a 10 foot or 12 foot bed. And then up by the cab, it's, it's a boom that folds up. And those yeah. things could lift you know, probably a good amount. It could probably lift a bridge port. Oh yeah, I mean, like, like the stuff that we move, like yeah, you know, it's not like in the in the realm of stuff that's heavy. You know, like a twenty three hundred pound bridge port is not heavy. You know what no, I'm saying? No. Like, those things, if you move a pallet or like a full skid of like fourteen foot framing material, that's a couple thousand pounds right there. Yeah, yeah. You know, like like a bundle of sheetrock, like you know. Yeah. Oh god, a full skid of sheetrock oh, got away. It's got to weigh two thousand pounds all day long, and they they swing those things around like you can't believe. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I, I love watching that in Home Depot. And the kids have no idea what they're doing, and they just oh, the start, forklift operators, and they yeah, shut the yeah. aisles down, yeah. and the flags yeah. come out. Oh yeah, tell me yeah. with the flag. One guy on the forklift, mm-hmm. something comes crashing down. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I'll never forget. I went. I, I like decided. I, you know, it was whatever it was a couple of years ago. I wanted to replace the toolbox in my metal shop with like one of those double height ones, Paul, like very similar to the one that you have. And I was like, all right, like, you know, I'm just going to run to Home Depot and get it. It was like on sale for Black Friday. So I go to Home Depot, they've got one on display and I'm like, all right, I want to buy this toolbox. I'm like, can I take this one? They're like, oh no, we have to get it for you. So the only place they were was on the top shelf of the racks in the back of the store. Uh, and I, it took over an hour for them to find somebody who could drive the forklift just to get them down off the rack. Then they could only find the bottom. They couldn't find the top. It was such a shit show. By the time I was done, I was like, you know what? This has cost me so much time. Yeah. I shouldn't have even bothered buying it. I should have just, <laughs> I should have just kept what I had. I mean, like, you know, in hindsight, I was glad that I got it, but it was such a hassle. Oh my God. Drove me nuts. Like, how hard is it to to just like I was like, please let me buy the floor model. I'll just roll this shit right into the back of my truck and get out of here, you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I only go in there when I'm, like, on the way to a job. I'm like, oh, shit, I need, like, a paint roller or, like, some random thing. <laughs> like, I've given up on, like, you can't go to them for, like, your supplies. Like, that no. you need, to, like, you know. Unless you're building, like, a deck. You can buy, like, screws. Yeah, yeah, you that's know, what I'm deck. saying. Like, screws or something. But you yeah. can't rely on them. It's just a terrible, I don't know. Yeah, I was talking, uh, uh, Luke Smith was at my shop yesterday and he was saying now he's building a sign and he needed a piece of steel and he was like, yeah, I need like, you know, whatever it was, 78 inches. Um, he's like, Home Depot only has 72. I was like, dude, just go uh, to the steel supplier. You know, like I would have given it to him if I had it, but it's, yeah. uh, the, the that's the other thing too, is even sometimes I'll, I'll grab a small piece of stock from Home Depot if I need it. And it's the pricing is so like $10 for a 30 piece of half inch round bar. It's like crazy. It's it's more than crazy. I don't know. Yeah. They, they, they sell a 36 inch piece of material for what I get a 20 foot piece of material for. That's how they make the money. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, but what's someone going to do? Like, you know, if they need one little piece of metal like that, have a have an eighteen wheeler pull up to their house and deliver. You know, <laughs> a twenty foot piece of steel. Like, no, they're just going to go the thing at Home Depot. Go, and they're making some little DIY go project. At, um, go look at the um, two foot by two foot pieces of um, sheetrock they sell. It's like more money than a full sheet. What? Yeah, I didn't even know they sell that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, you know what? Yeah, like I have, I have bought, I have bought those because if I have to oh, do I a small too. batch, I'm like, I don't want to buy yeah. a four by eight. Yeah. 
Yep. They also sell the two foot by four foot pieces of MDF. Which oh cost yeah, as much as a full sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but you know, it happens. Yeah, that's a good way to make money. You should just uh, sell, Derek. You could just cut up and sell pieces of MDF out of your uh, shop. Do. Cut it in half and just sell it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if you could get high quality Baltic birch, you probably could make a good uh, a good living doing that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was interesting to see on your Instagram, Derek, that cutting different materials in the laser and how some of them were reacting so different. Cra- so crazy. So yeah, that I had like a shitty piece of plywood that I didn't even know where it was from. It was like a piece of underlayment and it was cut nice. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get nice like Baltic birch. Cause like when you think the cost difference, it's, you know, it's $20 more, but it's, you know, there's a mm-hmm. hundred ornaments so it's like who cares it's pennies you know yeah and it wouldn't cut it was real smoky and it would cut but it would the guy had told me at the place he said that domestic um plywood they put speckles of metal in the um glue in between the plies it's not really visible but Hmm. they do it in case they have a recall they can tell when and where it was manufactured whoa interesting yeah, yeah, they, I know they do that with like bullets and stuff for like ballistics yeah. and stuff. I'm surprised it doesn't set off a, like saw stops. No, it's just I, it's just like fine stuff. He said, yeah, like, like dust, you know, probably. Yeah, yeah. Huh. and so what happens is that the laser doesn't cut through it at all. So he mm-hmm. goes, if you get Baltic birch, no Baltic birch has it. So I'm like, I'm definitely getting the Baltic birch. So it would cut like I do a test cut and it would cut perfectly. But then I don't know if it was because it was just like a shape or whatever. The pieces would be locked. I couldn't get them apart. And it's just crazy. So then I'd go back to the cheap stuff and the pot would literally, as I'm picking up the board, it would be falling out of it. So I was like, and you can't tell the difference visually once it's cut out what it's made from. So I'm like, you know what? Why would I bother with that other stuff? So I actually just bought the same cheap quarter inch plywood. And then today it looks like it's getting burnt a little bit more than it should. And I can't seem to get mm. it to stop. It's cotton nice, but it's just like a little bit burnt. It doesn't look bad or anything, but it, it is what it is. But yeah, Jimmy was saying that like how dense like different MDF is and yeah. you know, it changes it and everything. So, you know, there's a little bit of a learning curve with it, but you know, we get through it. How's the smoke and stuff? Is it like, are you exhausting? Well, has the neighbor's yeah, yeah. fire department yet? Oh, no, I've gotten more comments. So I posted one video where I didn't have the thing on yet. And, of course, I get a million messages, which, you know, at first I'm like, ah, but it's it's good that people are trying to be helpful, you know. But but I the exhaust fan, I have an exhaust fan I use when I'm welding. I'm using that. But I have going to have a dedicated one. It's actually coming in today. And I'll have that hooked up, but um, no, it's not bad at all. You know, it's it's it. You can smell it a tiny little bit in the uh, basement, mm-hmm. but it smells like you know this time of year. It smells like a fireplace. You know, New England. That's all you smell anyways outside is just burning wood. You know, that's so, perfect. That's yeah. Like the, that's the uh, that's ideal. You're yeah. using your fume extractor on it. It's working well. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, cool. So, yeah, so. yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. So, but it's uh, but yeah, it's fun. I like it. That's awesome. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm definitely excited to get my little one. I feel like there's a lot of possibilities there. I've been messing around a lot with, uh, Vectric to do a bunch of stuff on the CNC Uh coming up soon too, which should be fun. I'm looking forward to getting in there and doing that. I've been redoing my, my shop since I bought the big bandsaw and it's just been like killing me. It's like Uh just trying to plan it out. And Paul, um, 
<laughs> I so I figured out a way to keep the cold saw and the new big bandsaw. Yeah, because you're let, sick. Let me interrupt. Let me interrupt. Whenever he starts a story. Yeah, it's called mental wow, illness. That's the, that's how you figure it out. No, no. Whenever he starts a story with him laughing, it's yeah. never a funny story. Yeah. <laughs> you ever notice that? It's, uh, it's, it's like he knows he's going to get his ass chewed. Uh, I mean, it ass. makes sense, though. If I'm going to have yeah. a saw, I should have a cold saw and a bandsaw. Yeah. yeah. A hot one and a cold one, sure. Yeah, I just love. Listen, I if you yeah if you said I'm only keeping my really nice new bandsaw and my nice big cold saw, but it's the f- three the or wang. four other that little wang shit wang. That Chinese saws. Yeah, but it's like he's got bolted the to the bottom because the blade falls off. Like, cause it, the blade doesn't even stay on. So he bolted pieces of metal to it. It's like, it was so, it was so and then he's got this other great. one. It's like a little like. Harbor Freight mini uh, portaband that's bolted well, everybody, upright. Everybody's got the portaband. Yeah, but everybody you have literally next to it is like a big full size metal cutting bandsaw, and I'll have like his coffee on the table. <laughs> like it's like keep the cold saw, uh, the big bandsaw, and the big vertical bandsaw. Get rid of all the other ones. And then he's got like a wooden. Then he's got this little rickety wooden table. His his outfeed table. This is like I feel like when Andrew is yelling at Jimmy. When Jimmy goes, "Oh, I have an eight inch vice," he's like, "I'm gonna make a nice aluminum stand for it." And Andrew like wants to throw up. That's like me talking to you, like, "Oh, I got this saw, and I'm gonna make a two by four outfeed table for it." His metal, his metal cutting saw. Oh my god, it works great. Everything works great. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just need to be done messing around with. Dude, even my sister saw your Instagram and she's like, "Oh my god!" She like saw your shop. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like, that's bad. She goes, (laughs) "I'm like, don't even get me started." You're the topic of conversation in the slumber pot. No, dude, uh, she'll she'll hear your voice. It'll be like Happy Monday. She'll be like, "Turn that kid off." I'll hear because <laughs> my dad will be watching you, or like I'll your your story will come up on my thing. She's like that kid again. She says it's funny. I don't That's know. why when Derek posted the other day, like your shop looked like a a bomb exploded oh, down there. God. Derek, I was like, yeah, oh, I love it. Oh so bad, it was so bad. Yeah, so much anxiety. Yeah, I I yeah, I've been feeling that. Luke Luke uh, came by um, yesterday, and he's like, "What can I help you with?" I'm like, "Dude." Honestly, I'm I'm like up to my ears with just putting everything back. I was like, I, there's nothing you can help me with. I can't be helped. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Do they still seriously? Do they still have, like have that TV show Hoarders? Yeah, oh, I could be on that, dude. TLC would love you. Yeah, except they'd come and they'd be like, "How are we gonna move any of this?" Yeah. How are we going to move the the giant seven inch post vice that I had to have? I was just about to say that you have how many post vices now? How many or not leg leg vices, not post vices? What is that? Is that is that an Andrew? Does he say their leg vices, not post vices? Yeah, yeah. Everyone's like post leg vices. He gets pissed. Which yeah. Um, Um, how many leg vices do you have? Three? Three. How many have you ever used? I use so I use the striking anvil one and the four inch one on the stand all the time. They're actually really? the most frequent vices that I use. Yeah, the striking anvil one I use because it's that stand weighs like four hundred pounds, so like I use it all the time. 
Really? But but you'll you'll see. Uh, so over the last couple of days, I have literally made a pile of stuff to sell, mm-hmm. and in that pile is like four or five bench vices That's that I'm just good. gonna put you're up not, on Instagram. You're going from sixty to. 50, 56. I just, I just need to get, I just need to like stop kicking them around. They just all need to go. And none of them like are any, like, I mean, listen, they're all fine vices, but none of them like, you know, none of them like do anything for me, you know, yeah. like I got, uh, but it's funny because the ones that I'm selling, I think all of them were, were not, they were, none of them were like stuff that I sought out. Like I would go to buy, like for instance, like when I bought your anvil, Paul, your 200 pound anvil. Yeah. The guy's like, Oh, I got a couple of vices. And he like brings me into his garage. I remember that. Like, yeah. He's got like two five inch vices. He's like, Oh, just give me a hundred bucks or both of them. Yeah. You it's know? hard to say no to those, you know, cause yeah. you're like, Oh God, these are nice vices, but it's like, you gotta yeah. thin the herd and like keep, you know, keep the Wiltons or a reed exactly. or something nice. And then all the, you know, the other ones. Even if, you know, you put them up for basically nothing, some, you know, somebody's just starting out could get themselves a nice bench vice for their, for their shop. Yeah. I've got a four inch post vice that is just like sitting in the corner. And it was literally, it's funny because I forgot I had it. I thought it was a piece of material because it was upside down and the leg was sticking up. I was like, oh, what's that like weird piece of like rusted stock back there? So like, I'm going to put that up, you know, and whatever, somebody will get a post vice. A couple people will get some other smaller vices. I'm going to sell them cheap just to get rid of them. But um, yeah, no, it's uh, you'll see. It's time to get rid of stuff. It's just, it's got to go. Yeah, yeah, I have I'm too many I, projects to work on. Yeah, you're overflowing. Yeah, I have too many projects to do that I can't have all this shit in my way. You know, I have to come and make that tape. I have to come and get my piece of plate from you, Paul, though, because oh yeah, yeah, not having that table in my shop is like been killing me. Yeah. Have you that, been using be- your uh, CNC plasma table at all, Paul? Yeah, definitely. I've been using it a lot. Um, you know, just for a, a million different things. Like I made another thing I had to do was make these um metal panels that got attached to a wall around a fireplace and they were patinaed to match that. I don't even even know if I ever posted a picture of it. I made that big um hanging shelf. It was like three shelves all patinaed um steel for like a bar. And like more of a modern house, that's the same place with those panels. Um, mm-hmm. And I cut out all the panels for the wall on the CNC. I cut out all the big shelves um, uh, for the hanging shelf thing on the CNC. Like it's just great to have. It's just so nice. You just plug it in. Like now I'm to the point where it like takes me two minutes to just like get everything on there and like make a cut. Like yeah. before it was like I had to remember which settings to click and how to do it. Mm-hmm. But now I kind of got it. Um, but it's really, really nice, but I, I that patina is no joke. It's like labor intensive, but I mm-hmm. figured it out. Like I, I got the hang of it because it always used to like flash rust, and you really got to just scrub it and scrub it and get all the like carbon and all the residue off before you you know dry it because it'll just turn orange on you. But that's another thing I had to do, and then today at the same exact house, I had to put another ladder and a window well and another grate with a door on it but nothing too exciting no when's uh i you know what i saw today i was uh scrolling through instagram and i saw blade magazine oh i just saw your, that. Uh, your your braided knife and i was like it said like in the thing because it like you know how the description on instagram you have to kind of click it to see the whole thing yeah yeah it said like you know so and so braided knife and then i was like i hope I was like, I hope this isn't someone else doing it. Oh, can like, you imagine? 
And uh, and I was like, and I know that if it's Paul, I hope there's credit. So I saw it, and they did give you credit, which is cool. That's awesome. Yeah, that was cool. I got I got some. I saw some followers coming in from that. I just saw it. I'm like, huh, that's weird. But that that video was one of my. That was like my second most popular video. Yeah, that uh, I remember when you made like I think what you do. You did a couple versions of that, or a couple tries. One was with like flat stock. Yeah, we did it on the Jimmy's. He did it on his plasma yeah. table, and we just tried yeah. to like bend it. And it like was kind of acting weird. So I, I knew like I had to do it out of like, I had to like forge. I made, I made some type of a, a, like a swedge thing and then forged out those each individual like part of the braid and made mm-hmm. a round. But we like cut them out of like some, some knife steel on his uh, plow. It was really long. It was more like a machete, the one we made. Yeah, but, I remember that. Yeah, this thing is awesome. I'm looking at the video now. It's got 3 million views. Holy yeah, shit. but my skateboard's got only twelve thousand. Listen, it happens. Yeah, what's I, your ramp? Speaking of videos that should have gotten way more views, what the hell happened with the ramp? The ramp video currently has five thousand and ninety. Oh my views. god, that's it insane! Is, of all the videos on my channel, I have uh, I think over a hundred videos. What is like the least popular? It one? might be. It is. Uh, one, two, three, four. It is six, sixth from the bottom. Wow! It is like wow. almost my least popular video that, that I've ever made. That doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't make sense. That's too bad. And you know, it's interesting though because I looked at another video that that uh the striking anvil video actually, which is it got like one hundred and seventy thousand views, and I was looking at the analytics on it, and it took about a month for it to like break 10k and then once it did it got you know like once it broke the 10,000 views it like jumped you know and i feel like that happens sometimes but like it just i just can't figure out why that's been happening more and more so bad but i just can't figure out why that video like didn't at least get 10,000 views like that's crazy that's what happened Mm. to my guitar video it got 10,000 views and and six months later it blew up and it got like 140 150,000 views yeah like it's strange. Like I feel like that didn't used to happen back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like I just, three years ago, just, four um, years ago. I feel like everything's all screwed up now. I was just on uh, Chris, uh, Chris, Chris and Roy's podcast. Um, oh yeah, and they were asking, uh, and somehow it got brought up. And what I was saying was like, I just feel like in the last year, uh, I feel like new content, especially like my personal content i know jimmy was saying he had, was having an issue with this too the new videos weren't doing as well as the old videos and i i kind of like had this theory that it was just because there was, there's so much shit being put on youtube right now with the election and the government and the coronavirus that i feel like youtube's kind of like leaning back on stuff that it knows is safe to push you know like it's not controversial you know like i feel like youtube saying like all right well you know this person just uploaded a new video but instead of promoting that because it might have something that's like weird or offensive let's like post that let's like push this because we know this video has been out for a while and we know that there's nothing crazy going on in it yeah but i don't like that though like i I don't like that they manipulate i think it should be every single video should should have the same chance of you know getting getting views Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't like that things are all manipulated like that. It, it, and plus, I think there's a huge oversaturation and and especially even in like the maker space. Mm-hmm. 
like think about four years ago, five years ago, it was like Jimmy and like a couple other people. Like now there's like a ton of people, mm-hmm. a ton, you know, like, and a lot of them are big. And I think, I feel like there's a lot of people in that. Like there's a lot of people that 50, have like a hundred thousand to like 300,000 range. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a, a lot, like yeah. a lot. But I, I don't know. It's it's interesting. It's like I, I'm interested to see what's going to happen. Like, on a on a positive note, I got a text from my local welding guy, and he said, "Hey, I just got a shipment of Ock Magazine oh. on the cover. I'll save you a copy." I said, "Save me two and throw them both the fuck away." That's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I said, "Save me a copy, please." I said, "You have to get it autographed sometime." That's awesome. I I uh I only have a couple of copies. I haven't. I've been trying to go to there is uh there's a welding supply by uh, near where I go to work in New Jersey. Dude, I know your are, welding supply place isn't gonna have that. No, Damn they man. always have Arc Magazine. Do they They're really? Yeah, dude. He told me the they guy. Use it for my, toilet paper. The guy at my welding supply told me that he sold like a, a very large amount of uh of MP one forties. He really? said that that was like what his best-selling welder in the last year, because people would it. come in and be like, "Hey, I want a welder," and he'd be like, "This is the one." You know, it's, it's the, such a good money, Yeah, for the money, that's a decent deal. I think. Oh, it's great. What does that thing cost nowadays? Under a grand. What's the what's the two ten? That's ex- that's starting to get expensive. Because I thought the the one forty the one forty was like nine hundred or like a thousand, and then and the two ten was like fifteen hundred. Yeah, the two ten's like fourteen hundred. They have it on sale a lot of times, like nine ninety nine, mm-hmm. but it's like thirteen fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. So that's starting to get pricey. I think the one forty is like eight hundred bucks or something. Yeah, like, if you get the that. full TIG kit with the one forty, it's like a thousand, mm-hmm. and I think the, oh, the two ten okay. MP to get the TIG kit is like. 1700 or something like that. yeah it's like 19 yeah, yeah but um cool. yeah so no he, they, they uh they sell a ton of lincoln stuff he has a he had a, a 360 mpx the the ranger like in the showroom there you know but anyway he gets those but uh i haven't actually seen the magazine in the wild yet so i i'm like excited for that moment when i get to like walk in the store and be like oh hey that's me you're gonna be like standing next to the display, just, just trying doing to get the face. Yeah, yeah, just like just crossing my arm. Yeah. Now that was awesome. I was really excited about the opportunity to do that. I gotta go to my welding supply place like any day now, so I'm gonna go see if they have it. I think just they draw, do. Draw a bunch of like sunglasses on my face on the cover. Yeah, of the magazine, yeah. You know? Put a bunch of dicks on my face and on a magazine cover. I'm <laughs> gonna <laughs> put a Miller sticker right on. Yeah, just put a bunch of Miller stickers across uh, across the front. The Miller magazine. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh my god! I just got a bunch of aluminum, Paul. I'm gonna be doing my first uh, spool gun project. Have you ever welded with a spool gun yet? No. I'm That's doing, tricky, uh, right? Yeah. Everyone. I mean, I've I've done How a bunch. How thick of is it? How thick is the aluminum? It's not that thick. It's a uh, quarter and eighth. I see a lot of holes getting burned. But I mean, that's, that's, what I want, that's what I want to learn because it's like, you know, it's not super heavy gauge. I have quarter inch plate and some eighth wall stuff that I have to weld to it. But I mean, I can TIG it also, but I yeah. want to try the spool gun on it. Um, what do you want? What is it that you're welding? I'm going to make a push bar. I'm going to make a push bar for the sprinter. It's not really a push bar. It's like, it just looks like a push bar and you put, I'm going to put a light bar, bar on it. Oh, and then you know, like a bumper? Like a, 
Yeah, like a front bumper kind of thing. Oh, oh, oh gosh. Oh, um, but I mean, since the I'm making it out of aluminum specifically because, and I never really thought of this uh, until I started doing research on building them. But if you make those things too strong, they can, uh, I guess, act against your airbag sensors. So you oh. want them to just like disappear. If you get in a front end collision, you want the thing to just like completely disintegrate. You know? Yeah, and it won't um, rust. Yeah, and I really just want it for like the occasional like bump, you know, when someone yeah. bumps into my truck. But I'm gonna also build a, a a roof deck for the van and a ladder that goes up the side, all out of aluminum. So a sun tanning up on the roof. I want sun tan on the roof. Yep. That, I'm gonna build a ramp. Actually, I'm gonna build a ramp that goes. Oh, that's up a good the idea. Ramp. You should do a video of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That'd be good. Yeah, I'm sure I would get a zillion and one views. Oh, gee, mm-hmm. I think you should make like a five minute condensed version i thought about that i thought about just cutting it down into make a like a little more of a cinematic video i followed um, the, the david dobrik you know cut the fat mentality yep. of just non-stop action mm-hmm. like because people's attention spans are way too short how long was that video like 45 minutes it's like 38 minutes or something like, like that. there's a lot of people that would watch that like people yeah. that are into like making stuff but then just mm-hmm. the um casual random person after five minutes and they're like where's the freaking ramp like i don't see the ramp yet they're gonna be like i'm out because they don't have no attention span well that's why like my my strategy with that was like the first clip of the video is like the ramp yeah i was like all right that's enough to keep people that's probably satisfied them they're like oh okay oh that's (laughs) cool yeah Yeah. (laughs) and click like but it's interesting though because there's a lot of videos that there are a lot of videos in the plus 20 minute like realm with millions of views. So oh, there's yeah, definitely yeah. no like if people I have had people be like, if my video is 25 minutes long, like, oh my God, it's such a long video. It's like, well, you know, but there's a lot of there's a lot in there, you know. But now with the mid-roll ads, I think it's a lot harder for people to watch a video that's that long. I've noticed that, you know, the mid-roll ads, like, do you guys have YouTube premium? Mm-hmm. So no, if you don't have don't YouTube have premium, so Paul, you get you watch ads when you watch videos yeah, on YouTube. Yeah. Dude, the the mid roll ads. I I noticed in one of my videos, it, it was like five mid roll ads in one of my videos. I was like, oh my god! Like I would kill myself if I had to watch that. Mm. You know what I was thinking I about TV, which pisses me off though. Like I understand how YouTube needs to have ads, and then when you pay, it doesn't have ads. Mm-hmm. TV, it has a million ads, and you're still paying. It's like, what yep. are we doing? Like with standard TV, yep. like that's well, why I like Netflix and Amazon. Yep shit is all gonna take over like no one's gonna mm-hmm. watch discovery so Channel when i anymore. was a kid yeah it was no cable and it was just regular tv with just ads yeah and i'll never forget when cable came out my father's like i'm not paying to watch tv he's like i gotta watch the ads already i'm not paying for tv huh. and then sure as shit you know we fucking paid for tv you know and I'll never forget when XM radio came out. I'm like, who would ever pay for radio? And it's like, well, there's no ads in it. Then now there's ads in it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just crazy. They get you. Once They're they gonna get start you, sneaking in ads in, in the YouTube you. premium. Oh, that's I mean, that, well, I mean, we all, everyone places their own ads in their YouTube videos. Oh, that's anyway, true so, too. You're right. You know? I, I was listening, uh, you know that guy that's on Joe Rogan? Uh, he's been on Joe Rogan a bunch. He looks like a secret agent. His name is Lex Friedman, I think. Oh, I've heard of him. Uh, he like he wears like a black suit with a black tie. But I 
he had an interesting uh, interview on Rogue and they were talking about aliens and stuff. So I decided I would watch one of his podcasts. He has like five placed ads before the podcast starts. That's what like, Joe Rogan does if you listen to his. So painful. I don't understand. It was that. like, he's like, well, oh, so like this, this episode is sponsored well, by. They, like, and it was, and they, they do it so you can, like, so you can yeah. skip it. Like yeah, Joe does why? that. Like he does it. If oh, you. What, does anybody listen to him? No, no one. Everyone just. Well, skips I him. happen to not be able to get to my phone to skip it. So oh, I had that's to the worst. To and I was like, but they were. It was like if I was the advertiser, I'd be like, "What am I paying you for?" Because he was yeah, like, I know. "You should buy these energy bars. They're really great. They make you feel great. If you eat them, you'll have more energy for the day." It's like it might. He might as well have just been like, yeah, "Buy the energy, energy bar, bar next." You know, like. Like Alex Steele sells the shit out of his ads, you know, like, oh, buy the gold, you'll get extra gold and 27 armor. And he sounds enthusiastic, even though I, I'm sure he could give a shit about Raid Shadow Legends. But like, he still, you know, he still makes you feel like he doesn't totally like hate the advertiser. Yeah. But some of these guys, the ads were so painful. Yeah, it's like it's doing more more harm than good, like doing it one minute ad read as opposed to like a 15 second ad read that people are actually going to like not skip. You know, if you're 45 seconds into an ad and it's still going on, people are like, you know what? I'm done. Like, I'm skipping this ad. But if it's, like, quick and concise, like, I feel like people will not care. But, like, they're, they, you know that comedian Tim Dillon that I was telling you about? Mm-hmm. He, yeah. like, works his ad reads into, like, a bit and, like, does a whole, like, segment well, and makes them funny. And then so yep. you forget you're in the middle of her ad read and then he brings it back up again. But it's, like, funny. Like, that's well, a good way to do it. Bobby Duke did the one for Honey. And he poured mm-hmm. the honey on his head, and oh, you know, the and shit. It was like you know, people loved that. You know, it's like yep. just that's you know. how to do it. That's how you do yeah. it. You got to make it like funny or something. Otherwise, it it's like, be. yeah, I, I don't know. I, I love when people <laughs> do like the paid partnership with blah blah blah, and so you're like, how do you even do that? Mm-hmm. Like, like, why are you doing that? Just like, do you need to do that? Uh, you know. Listen, everybody's got to get paid. No, 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 no. I'm not saying getting paid, but like, you know, when brands pay you, like how does Instagram really know that the brand's paying you? Like, do you got to put the paid partnership little thing in the fine up at the top? It's like, just so you, everyone knows, you know, your partner. No, I I think that they just, I mean, I I think like people, I, I think people as they come up, and they get the opportunity to do that. They're like excited to do yeah, it at first. They're yeah, like, oh, yeah. everyone's going to know that I, I like signed dude. my first brand yeah. deal. And then like, like that. Kylie Jenner, right? Yeah. That Kim quickly wears off where you're like, oh, I could give a shit. I don't need anybody yeah. to know. You know, like just, you know, go buy the sneakers, you know, buy the, buy the boots. Yeah. But what have you guys been watching? Who have you guys been watching? Oh, uh, I can start with mine because mine is. I, I want to get to mine before you, one of you guys can steal it from me. I'm not. I'm not going to steal it. Trust me. But go ahead. <laughs> well, so everyone knows ClickSpring. Yeah, one of the, yes. one of the, it's everyone's like one of their favorite channels. He hadn't posted a video in I don't know how long, and he finally oh, posted finally episode ten. Yes, episode ten of his. Uh, That's my pick. <laughs> he would. It had been a year since his last video. Whoa. Dude, the, you uh, want good content? Go on one of his videos and go through the comments. <laughs> when people say, why don't you – I love your videos. Have you posted all his follows? They're like, Chris has been working on a paper on the mechanism. And, yep. you know, he's – I'm like, holy shit, man. These people want to kill somebody. 
Yeah, he's uh he's definitely generated a cult like following. He's oh. I, I, I can't I, I'm trying to think of how to pronounce the thing the anti antithetical oh. mechanism yeah. episode you know, ten. They, they, he's they making, know the thing. That they thing. Know. He's making the thing. It's a great it's a great video. Uh, you know the guy's clearly like uh like a, some sort of PhD scholar building this you know ancient Grecian mechanism. But you know, well, whatever. You know why the delay was? Supposedly he discovered. Does he talk about it in the video? Supposedly the delay was he discovered something in the mechanism when he was trying to rebuild it, and he's like mm-hmm. writing a paper or something on it that's being published. Yeah. Oh, wow. like, so he, yeah, so he made some like fan. scientific discovery. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm gonna do that with some uh, some wood in the yeah in the, the laser. I'm gonna make that's some right. Discovery. Derek, what have you been watching? Oh, shit. I probably should have looked while I was in instead of gluing this. Um, Derek has been, just for the record, Derek has only been gluing up stuff he made on the laser this entire episode. (laughs) Have you noticed? I I had my camera so you couldn't see it. Mm -hmm. He hasn't spent any time actually focusing on what we were talking about. (laughs) But that's because Christmas is in 10 days. There's there's not a test at the end, is there? Hold on. Let's see. What did I watch last? I watched... um, you know what? No, I can't give this guy because he's kind of weird. Uh, no, you know who I watched? Uh, Bourbon Moth. Do you ever mm-hmm. watch him? Yep. He built a Lego man. Yeah. And it's like, it just, it was so cool. Like it came out, like it was just, it was just really cool. And it's like, it's funny because I watch videos like that. And I'm like, if I ever tried to build a Lego guy, like I would fucking overanalyze it with like <laughs> calipers and this and that and just, you know, just overcomplicate it. And he's just like, yeah, I get a scrap board and I'm going to make a Lego guy and I have no idea how I'm going to do it, but here we go. And he starts building it and it came out unbelievable. And uh, I thought he had this, um, the legs were just kept like bending over and he had like a way to keep them, you know, upright. So it was like a legit Lego guy, you know, it wouldn't just fall over. And it was pretty ingenious how he did it. And if you want to see how he did it, you'd have to watch it. Hey, there like, you go. Oh. But yeah, that's my pick. All right, Pinto, what do you got? I've been on a nonstop binge of Hell's Kitchen clips what? on YouTube. Gordon Ramsay. God. It's so funny. Ah, oh, it's the best when he yells. I love when he yells at the people because they in kitchen <laughs> kitchen nightmares. Like, oh, is that what happens to you when, when if you don't put the tin foil all over the kitchen before you uh pan yeah, sear making? Oh God, Christ! Yeah, <laughs> but like the, some of these kitchen nightmares is especially disgusting. Like the stuff he finds will make you rethink eating at any restaurant unless it's like a five-star like you know expensive restaurant it's like you don't even want to walk into like a mediocre restaurant because you like like the stuff you see the rats the mice the the food the rotting food food, food. the dirt everything's dirty it's so gross high-end kitchens dude same thing yeah well it's dirty commercial kitchens it depends. They might be better. They're less dirty, maybe, but they're still. It's nasty. it's even it's not even that. It's even just the ingredients. Like you know, you know, the ingredients are are, are fresh. It's uh-huh. like these pla- Like there was like just one restaurant with just pounds and pounds and pounds of meat, just old meat and bins and like liquid and sauce. And they just there was cook a the shit out of it, and then they serve it. 
Yeah, they just cook. Yeah, and like there was a sauce, like a thing of sauce, and Gordon was fishing around the sauce, and there was a lobster just in the sauce. They didn't even know. <laughs> like it's just disgusting. Then you don't think you put it there for TV, do you? No, I don't think so. I, okay. I, 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 maybe. I mean, who knows? Like, but this this place was disgusting. I don't know. Then there was one one where actually it's funny you said that. Like putting things, placing things for TV. There was one restaurant. Um, where he was walking through the door and he found a dead mouse like in the little entryway. Oh, was it in London? No, no, no. It wasn't the Indian restaurant in London. It was like uh, I don't even know what kind of restaurant. <laughs> oh it was. my god! Yeah, we went to that restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I got to put that on the Instagram. You need to send me like the footage of that. I can't believe you guys have, went have, back again. What the hell is the matter with you? You see dead mice all over the place, no, then you go back the next. Day. The last oh, 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 oh! I have photos from that day. Oh maybe we'll post god. that on the. Uh, maybe we'll post that on the Handmade Podcast Instagram, considering that we never post anything on the Handmade Podcast. Yeah, yeah, Instagram. yeah, yeah. I need to start contributing. Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Um, but anyway, the the mouse he found a dead mouse in the front, like right by the front door, and the owners of the restaurant were like, "You put that there. We know you put that there." He's like, "What are you crazy?" And then like, yeah, but he's like, "What are you nuts?" And then and then like one of the chefs is like, "You know, we got mice all over here." He's like, "There's mice all over the place." And 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 Gordon's like, why? Like, I of course I didn't place this here. And like, well, no, we have an exterminator. He's like, well, the only reason why you'd have an exterminator is if there's mice. Yeah. It's like, and they're like, no, 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 it's just for prevention. <laughs> and one of the chefs like whispered, but because he was mic'd up, but he didn't realize, you know, you could still hear. Mm-hmm. He was like, I just, you know, there's mice everywhere. It's like, why don't you just let this man do what he wants to do? What, what? what? And watch. Is that this the is- Indian restaurant? Hold on. Oh, that's disgusting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would have posted on the Instagram. I think, uh, who's that, Bernie Solo in this video too? Was Bernie there that day? Yes, he was. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, how about when <sighs> Jimmy had a mouse in his jacket the whole day? I know. That was so funny. He's such an animal. I forgot about that. It was just when in was his that? jacket like last year or like last winter. Yeah. At, the, at the house, though, upstate, right? Yeah, upstate, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just in his jacket for, like, all day yeah. long. Yeah. He's like, I thought I felt something moving around in here <laughs> at the yeah. end of the day. <laughs> he, like, folded out a little baby mouse. And he had that, like, alien freaking oh, creature. God. Remember yeah, that, that, that thing? That white thing. That thing was crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was, like, we from can, Mars. We can, we can spin off every experience at Jimmy's into uh oh into some God. sort of like weird you could you could pick all sorts of shit. You got alien encounters, science shows, exterminators, yeah. bobcats and uh and excavators. You got you remember a- remember when we remember when we ate at the milk run Paul and after our meal you looked up and there was a an entire strip of fly paper hanging Oh my god dude Dude, oh, I after the meal, I look up and there's a fly strip with not one space left on it for another fly. I'm like, <laughs> right Christ, guys, can you just like change these out a little more frequently? I'm already eating next to the antifreeze and the windshield wiper. It's like, Jesus Christ, can you change the fly strips? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm already eating next to a, a funnel and a gas tank. Yeah, yeah dry, dry gas. Oh. Christ, it's oh god, that place is funny. I just that's my why I just get pancakes, and then no, I end up having literally like a, a sugar, you know, low, low blood sugar on the ride home, and I have to stop. Like I don't know what is in those pancakes. 
headaches. I literally have like a like low blood sugar. And I almost pass out, and I got to go get the, something to eat on the way home. The best is when you get the hot dog. The last time it was like a raw hot dog uh, and a dry bun. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Pan- pancakes is always a safe choice, though. When there you should be a run. show on Discovery just called East Durham, the, uh, just the people of East Durham. I think yeah. once I think once Jimmy, you know, successfully gets a TV once he becomes the, the mayor. Time, I think once a TV crew spends like any significant amount of time there, they're going to they're going to just be like, okay, well, this place needs to be documented. Like the people here need to be saved in a time capsule for all of eternity. Yeah, it's fascinating. <laughs> it's it's interesting. Fun. I heard there was a production company that was looking for a food place for a TV show that was was or was not supposed to be filmed up there, and Jimmy recommended the milk run, and we we're all like, just <laughs> the one chance it's stardom, and we're going to eat at the fucking milk run. Mm-hmm. Like, American oh. chops. <laughs> Diners, dives, and dives. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Just dives, dives, and dives. Five dumps and disasters. That could be that. When you're hungry, it comes in handy in a pinch, though. Yeah, dude, because you're start. There's literally no yeah. other place. You got to drive 30 minutes to go to a Hannaford's or whatever that grocery store is. Well, what's so funny is that whenever we're up there and it closes, we're oh, always dude, like, oh, oh, what are yeah, we going to eat? Starving. Yeah. <laughs> got to go chop a you chicken know? up. Yeah, from and the we coat. wind up going to Hannaford's and buying, like, you know, I just buy peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and Nutella. Jelly. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that's, that's what we did last night. The best I'm talking. That's to all you can do. Or you can go to McDonald's. Jimmy was on his podcast talking about meatballs. Yeah. And he's like, you know, so like this is a week later. I'm talking to him, and he's like, oh, "I just came in. There was a meatball on a fork on the." On the oh, I heard them talking about that. Morning. I'm like, oh my god, how long has that meatball been sitting there? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fucking eats it. It's disgusting. He's like, uh, you know, like turkey vultures can eat like anything, dissolve anything. Or what is that? Hyenas? What's the animal that could like yeah. dissolve anything in their stomach? The rest is. Yeah. What they call those. He could eat anything so, and not get sick. He, he will mix epoxy with his ice pick, then pick an olive out of an olive jar. <laughs> yeah. 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 I know he listens to this I, too, so I, I know. know. Yeah, he's yeah. going to be laughing. I, I, We're going to be I, hearing. Like, he picks it out of your plate and he's like, what? What? It's like, well, you poisoned me now. He ate that poison pizza I got at that Birmingham hotel. Oh, God, yeah. Remember that pizza? I couldn't even swallow it. He goes, you're going to finish that? I'm like, it's all yours? (laughs) I think Andrew said that to him. He doesn't order anything. Then he eats off of everybody's plate. (laughs) He's going to be dying right now. We're going to get texts in the group chat in like a couple days as he's going along with the episode. He's like, fuck you and the pizza. <laughs> I didn't do that. I would like to make an official, I would like to make an, a, an official, uh, what, what do the, the news outlets have to do when they like make a mistake? Oh, uh, like a, a red, redaction. Or I would like to make an official redaction. Jimmy DeResta does in fact change his consumables on his tour. Oh yeah. He, he said he, he was very adamant about. Yes, he does do that. But, he knows that. He does splash water. That yeah. I've seen in action. <laughs> yeah, I've seen the water defense, splash. His defense, though, Paul, it obviously works. No, it does work. No, yeah. no, I don't do. I did that just for as a joke when that. All right. 
But something's wrong. No, it's funny because as soon as I was making fun of him, my plasma table started malfunctioning. <laughs> it like wasn't cutting, like the torch wasn't turning on. So I probably did need to splash some water on it. Oh my God. Something oh with my, my omic sensor is like all screwed up. I, I changed my consumables and my omic sensor got disconnected and my torch kept diving into the metal and I was oh, getting yeah. pissed off. Did what Jimmy showed me, where he was like, "Oh, just turn off all the settings." <laughs> 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 and it worked. I was like, oh, shit. And then he knows what he's later, doing." I had lost my contact on my nozzle, but I was just. <laughs> Luke Smith was there with me. We were laughing our asses off because he's like, "Oh, I heard you guys talking shit about Jimmy's plasma practices in the last episode." <laughs> oh God. Fixes well. Everything. I think uh, I think we're going to start having some guests on the podcast soon. So go on our Instagram and let us know if you have a suggestion for who our first guest should be. Because I think that first guest slot is a pretty important slot, you know? Yes. It sets the tone. It sets the tone. But you got to remember, you can only go up from there. So It's true. It's true. Hmm. Let's see. We'll have to think about it. We'll and have I to think about it. I was like, you know... Like only a handful of people <laughs> like that I would like. Well, you, you got to figure it's half of our listeners are the people we're friends with. So yeah. If we have them on that, we won't have a listener that week. Yeah, yeah, um, was, yeah. I know. But. No, but anybody that's on is going to listen to their own episode to make sure they don't sound like an idiot. That's why I haven't listened to any. You haven't listened to any of these? I think I listened to the first one. Uh, I never. I listened to the first three minutes when I'm editing it, and then I turn it. Then I said, I never. I listened to, to every again. single one, because oh, I man. forget. Yeah, I said, I'm like, oh shit! I said, like, I forget, like, what happened. Like, no. I have no idea what I what I say. Like, after this is over. No, I'm afraid I'm going to embarrass myself. No, I think but it's actually good. Uh, this should be exciting, though. I um this week I'm going to hit four thousand followers on Instagram. Wow! I'm going to have a big giveaway. I'm teaming up with uh, spray paint shaker. No, DFM Tools, and not Derek from Alden Tools. I'm going to be doing a little giveaway with him. Nice, that's exciting. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. That's that's all you're going to hear. So, that's very exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. I'm excited. So. I was going to do a giveaway for my. Tw- I just hit twenty thousand followers on Instagram, and uh, I didn't give anything away. But you can buy my uh, t-shirts and hats at makeeverythingshop.com/store for twenty percent off. Use code Black Friday. Nice. Oh boy. Nice. Oh, God. Well, I think that about does it for this week's episode, boys. What do you think? I yeah. think it's good. Yeah. Go to your meeting. I think it's good? All right. Your town yeah. meeting. Go, to, yeah. <laughs> Go tell some people their houses are ugly. Yeah. I'm currently, I'm currently uh, nobody from the Village of Seacliff is going to be uh, watching, listening to this episode, but I'm currently in my town meeting. Oh, so, are you? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at... Uh, architectural uh, review drawings anyway thank you guys so much for listening to the handmade podcast listen it's december 14th when we're recording this this is going to come out on december 16th which means you still have time to go and support some of your friends who make stuff on the internet and on youtube and instagram Uh, support a small business this holiday season buy anything buy a handmade something an ornament a cutting board uh, a a piece of pottery i don't know just do something to support someone that makes things with their hands because it's a you know it's a it's a dying thing to have artisans and artists trying to make a living making stuff 
And the holidays are especially hard on everyone this year with COVID and everything going on. And also, if you have any friends in the restaurant business that are also making things to make ends meet while restaurants are getting butchered across the country, help support them and uh, help everybody have a great Christmas. Yes. And that's it. We'll be back with one more episode before Christmas. And if you don't listen to that one, happy holidays from everyone here at the Handmade Podcast. (laughs) That's it. All right. Thank you. If you like this show, take a look at our other shows made for makers just like you at www.makery.network. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.